Welcome back to another episode of Another Bourbon Show. Uh, tonight we're joined by a very special guest. We are joined by one of my longest friends, my oldest friends. We've been friends since we were like 13 years old, riding the bus together, uh, back when Kurt Cobain was still alive. Um, that is as how long Tony and I have been friends. So, uh, Everybody, please give a warm welcome to Tony Gillum uh, from Longview, Texas, my longtime friend. Big round of applause to Tony. How's it going, guys? Hey, nice Tell to us about you. yourself, Tony. Just uh, real briefly. Nothing special. Uh, like you said, grew up in East Texas, uh, moved to Arizona for college, moved back to Texas, uh, worked all over the country, and back in Arizona now, we're my wife's hometown, so we're staying here and not ever planning on leaving. <laughs> Okay. Uh, if the now if the if the moon was made of ribs, would you eat it? Uh, pork or beef? I, I pork. Uh, probably not. Probably not. But but it was, but if it was beef, you would. Yeah, yeah, beef, absolutely. Okay, 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 fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> and what about just, what just about say yes was, and we'll move on. <laughs> what about if it was made of mellow corn? Ooh. Where do you Ooh. stand on the mellow corn debate? I'm still I'm still waiting on my refund from Dan on that one. <laughs> wow! <laughs> I want my money back. No, but tonight we are going to be drinking. Uh, we're going to be drinking some of this right here, Sacred Stave. And Tony sent me a bottle of this a while back. I have not yet touched it. Everything that is missing from this bottle right now has gone to either Stephen Ryan or is in my glass right now. Uh, but this is a Arizona craft distillery out of Chandler, Arizona. Uh, they are a, they're also a brewery. Is that correct? That's what it looks um, like. Online. Well, there's, there is a Santan brewery. I'm not sure if they're associated. Oh, they okay. are associated. Yes, they are. I, my wife confirmed that. Okay. <laughs> we have, hey, why don't we, we have, have Tony's wife on the out. line right now? Yes. We're yeah. hearing. <laughs> yes. The Arizona native confirmed. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, so this is out of Chandler, Arizona. This We're looking at a 90 proof whiskey bourbon here, uh, finished in Cabernet cask. Um, I read that it is 28% rye finish. So I'm going to take some guesses here. All they specified was that it's 28% rye as part of the mash bill. I'm going to guess it's a 10% barley, leaving 62% corn. That would be somewhat standard, okay? But I don't know for sure. But I do know that this is all new make, straight from Santan. They don't, uh, they don't bring anything in. They don't, uh, yeah. What's the word I'm looking for? Source. Yeah, they don't source. It's all new make to Sacred Stave, uh, to Santan. So. Before we do anything else, oh, actually, before we do anything else, Tony, could you tell us where you bought the bottle, and do you remember approximately how much it was? Uh, I got it at Total Wine uh, in in the Santan area, and I think it was thirty five, thirty seven dollars. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Good deal, Stephen. What do you think about that label? You know, honestly, it's fitting that you said that it was uh, found at Total Wine, because I think this looks like a lot of bottles from Total Wine, actually. I think this more or less blends into a ton of products that Total Wine has. 
And uh, if this is as good as I'm hoping it is, then I think they're doing a disservice to themselves just because it doesn't stand out that much. Um, one thing I'll say, though, is like as far as the name goes, I did not look this up ahead of time. But just because it's Arizona, I know from some exposure to Arizona that there's like in, in some of the older communities and whatnot, there's a big uh, sort of like Catholic following. Um, and it seems like it's sort of that like religious uh, background. Um, Steven, they're Mexicans. Of course they're Catholic. Okay. Well, <laughs> Let's, well but be, what the fuck, dude? Duh. But, but because of that, I think that, you know, it, it looks like a lot of aesthetic in the area is what I'm trying to say. So I think they're representing it well, which is good because the only other thing I have to go on is the bottle shape, which kind of looks like a Southern Comfort bottle shape. Yeah. And, and I don't think that it necessarily fits in that well. So I think the name and I think that the overall aesthetic that they have for like just those words is pretty fitting, I'll say. But the overall label, I'm just going to give a three to because I think it's it's just a subpar. It, it would not stand out to me on the shelf that much. I looked up some of their other bottles, though. I like some of the other colors uh, that looked good. And I think they would look good, you know, in a line. But uh, yeah, overall, just kind of a generic label to me. So typically I would move straight to Ryan, but I want to throw some stuff out there my for myself first. First of all, I want to think I want to say that I think it's really cool this little design right here because it's very much a medicinal design. It's got like a almost like the snake around the the thing. Uh I don't know what that is, but you know the the snake around the thing for the for medicine for doctors and shit. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of based on that, which is kind of cool. But then throw on top of it the fact that it's kind of got wings and it gives me very much like when I look at it, I very much get the feeling of a Native American, Mexican, Indian tribe scenario, which I think does fit with the whole sacred stave theme include. And I know it's very basic that it's just black, white and silver. And maybe it's because I'm a Raiders fan, but I really like that. I appreciate that. Right. And. To me, it kind of all speaks to the uh, the southwestern aesthetics and thought process. I do see where you're coming from with it, Stephen. That it doesn't really stand out, but I think from my perspective, a three might be a little bit low. But that's just my personal opinion. Ryan, what are your thoughts? Uh, you know, I've only been in Total Wine twice because we only have the one in illinois there's none in the chicago area i've been in two in texas so that's an, an interesting point steven next time i go into a total wine i'm gonna take a look at the bottle are you talking about kind of like the uh private label total wine brands yeah which took yeah. when you first go into a total wine i feel like there's like when you, if you just go to like the bourbon section i feel like there's just a whole like the biggest part of that area is bottles that kind of look like this is where i'm coming yeah from, which is various names yeah. Um, and I think I like the uh, I think it's a play on the Arizona state flag above uh, sacred, but where it says sacred. I could be wrong. I thought that looked nice. Um, first time seeing the bottle. Uh, I like the sleek, you know, black charcoal gray look to it. Um, I think it's nice. It's sleek. The bottle itself, um, little, um, you know, plain and mass produced, but uh, I'm excited to try it. Tony, anything you want to add? Do you think we're all uh, idiots? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, yeah, I, I agree with the the star at the top and kind of the take on the Arizona flag. Um, 
or they robbed it from the Alamo. But, you know, that's just the Texas in me coming out. <laughs> but, no, I, I see that. I, 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 Damn it, I, I like, forgot about I the like Alamo. The no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I like the label. Um, I think it needs to – the background color would need to change for me. Uh, I like the design of everything else, the font and all that. Um, it just doesn't stand out against the 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 bourbon itself in the bottle. It it, yeah. it kind of fades into it, the tone. But uh, is that yeah. a is that a synthetic cork in it too? It is. Yeah, I feel like that. I like when companies put a little wrap around that, so you can't tell it's a synthetic cork when it's sitting on on the shelf. I just think synthetic corks. Though they have a purpose, obviously, and they don't break as often as the other ones, but they do look a little cheaper than than the regular ones. But they do their job better. They do. So I agree. So put the aesthetics aside. Now, did, something that I, I didn't share with y'all earlier is, Tony, you finished your degree as a graphic designer way back in the day, right? I did, yeah. So, Stephen... You can take your little labor ratings and shove them straight up your ass because we got an actual graphic designer here. So, all right, just I'll put do that. that I'll out take there. I'll take my verbal reviews and I'll shove them up my ass, Dan. <laughs> Please do. Got it. Please do. Please do. <laughs> now, here's the part I want to get. I, I'm excited about. I want to smell this and I want to drink it because everything I read about it was very positive. L- like I haven't. I spent maybe 20 minutes reading up on it and all of the reviews were really positive. So I'm excited to give this a try. So what do you say we dive maybe in? Maybe because it was all the negative reviews were shoved up somebody's ass. That's maybe. possible. I don't know, but I like the nose. Yeah. Nose is really light, but it's sweet and nice. A lot of, yeah. A lot of cherry. Yeah. Like very fruity. A lot of sweetness. Like you said, um, not getting anything that's like really shockingly surprising, but yeah, it's a guy's very pleasant nose. Maybe some clove in there. I know we got a clove fan on our hands and Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right, dude. <laughs> All right. Cheers. guys. Well, I'm going to sit. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Tony, anytime you want to speak up, just tell one of us to shut up. Oh, I like that a lot. That is very easy to drink. That's that's nice. Now you, do, I don't say this very often, but that's refreshing. It is. You are yeah. exactly right, Stephen. And like, it's got a really, really long finish. Like, I'm feeling it like way d- deep down in here still. I get a lot of clove. A lot of clove and a lot of cherry. Some cinnamon. Do you think this would waffle well, Dan? I don't know. This would not waffle well at all. (laughs) It would not waffle well at all. Um, So so that Cabernet finish, that Cabernet cask, I think is where I'm getting that refreshing flavor sensation that Stephen picked up so clearly. And that's part of what would make it not waffle very well at all. That would not be good on waffles. 
But in a glass, it tastes goddamn good. It's very light. It is. Yeah, this is one of those, when you first start drinking it sometimes, you know how like you will have had a lot of whiskey recently and then there's like one night where you pick up a bottle, you have a pour, and it goes down so easy, you're like, maybe I need to pump the brakes a little bit. <laughs> that was my first thought here. <laughs> it, it's so, I mean, I know it's it's uh, cliche to say, but it's so smooth. It's just, there's just no bite to it whatsoever. You know, there's just warm on the finish, but there's no bite to it whatsoever. And so, so my tongue's getting lots of sensations here, lots of like feelings to it, in addition to like the, the flavors that I'm picking up. But like the neat thing about it is that like the, I don't know the right word to, to use. There's a couple different routes I could go. I could go with the fact that it feels like a very low viscosity whiskey, right? It doesn't feel thick. It feels very thin, in fact, which is part of the reason why it also tastes refreshing. That same thinness. But I don't want to discount the flavors that you get either, right? Because I'm picking up a bunch of really interesting flavors. Like I could almost call it one of them, like a grapefruit flavor almost. But I'm getting a lot of different like fruit characteristics. But my very first sensation, when I first took a sip, the very first flavor I got, I would refer to as a musty type flavor. And I don't know if that's also from that grape, like, a, you know, how wines can have like a musty sensation to them. Maybe that's where that's originating too. I don't know, but it's, I mean, I like it. Every, every aspect of it. I like it. Tony, what do you, th- what do you think? Uh, this is my first time trying it also. Um, yeah, I really like it. it it's that the afterwards leaves you thirsty, leaves you wanting more of it to me that that's what I'm getting out of it, but very fruity, sweet, um, Definitely smell the cherry in it a lot and, and pick up that flavor. A um, little bit of vanilla in there also. Uh, yeah, I, I really enjoy it. I was about to say that I think this is one you bring up. If you're having a bonfire or something like that, having a little get-together, you break this out. This is one of those classic ones that I think we've brought this up with several bottles. It's like it just stands out to you and you're like, oh, that's a get drunk with your friends one. And this one is one of those. This one you wouldn't get tired of three, you know, three, four glasses in. Or a whole bottle in. Or a whole or bottle. A whole bottle. <laughs> <laughs> so kind of like piggybacking off of what Steven just said, I feel <clears throat> like this could also be like a female favorite wine, uh, whiskey choice. There's well. probably a lot of overlap there, honestly. Yeah. Like I, be, because it's got, yeah, call me sexist if you want to, because maybe this is a little bit sexist. It's not that's not 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 the intent. Whereas Ryan, so often that is his intent. My intent here is to say all right, is all right, Dan. Let's speak for women. All right, dude. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. We're just gonna generalize. But I do. But I do feel like on an on an honest note, I could see this being um, something that. Of a female who is newer to trying whiskey or bourbon, I could see this appealing to them 
because it does have a lot of characteristics that are like borderline between the wine and the whiskey. And like, I know this was finished in a Cabernet cask. Part of me is wondering how much Cabernet was left in that cask that they finished it in, right? Like if there was a bunch of Cabernet left in that cask, you're going to get a whole lot of Cabernet finish because there's lots of wine in the cask still. Um, and I think maybe there was, and that's not a bad thing. You know, girls just want to have fun too, Dan. They do so just want to have fun. It makes sense that they okay. would go for whiskeys that fit the mold of being more fun time, just sip on the back deck kind of whiskeys. This is to bourbon what Midwinter's Night's Dram is to rye. Midwinter's Night's Rye has a whole lot of that port wine still in it. This has a ton of the Cabernet still in it. I'm not saying it's on par on a playing field with Midwinter's Night's Dram, but you you taste a lot of that Cabernet wine finish. I feel like this is what Brothers Bond should have aimed for with their bourbon. Um, yeah, because we had we had it, you know, with it being forty percent, eighty proof, you don't get always get a ton of flavor. I mean, they're certainly not mixers, but I feel like this would resonate with their audience a lot more than than what they have going. So, it even has the light color, right? Yeah. Like it, it's not a very dark. Yeah, it's still pretty light. Interesting with the Cabernet. I mean, Cabernets are usually, you know, drier and real stone fruity. This is a lot sweeter than any cab you'll ever drink. So good combo with the whiskey. It is. Especially for 35, 40 bucks, like you said, Tony. Yeah, it, it was it's a fair price. Uh, and and honestly, I like it way better than the Brothers Bond. Um, yeah. I, I didn't I have a half a bottle in there that I'm mixing with whatever I can to get rid of it. <laughs> I still say that the best taco I ever had in my life was in Nogales. When you come across the border, there's this like little taco stand on the left-hand side. Like you come across the border and then like if you if you're willing to take some risks, you go left. If you're not, you go right. I was of course very willing to take some risks and there's this little taco stand and like they cut the meat on a, on a stump and they've used that same stump so goddamn long that it's like, like the knife has like made it into almost a bowl. And I would never trust the food except for it's so goddamn good. And it never made me shit myself. So I was going to say, how many did you take inventory of like the bathrooms nearby before you ate that meal? The first time, no, because I was really, really, really drunk. But like, I've also eaten everywhere is the bathroom when you're drunk. (laughs) And in Nogales, Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I had one of the best meals of my life. In Gilbert, Arizona, actually, at a, uh, like, there was, like, a, I, I can't remember the name Waffle of the House? place. No. <laughs> it's, 
Although that too, but I've been, uh, <laughs> it's been too long, but it was some like farm, like restaurant in Gilbert. I don't remember the name. I know that's um, not much to go off of, but I, I was just saying like there was good food in Gilbert too. Was it, was it primarily a burger place? I think it was. Joe's Farm Grill? I'll have to look this up. I'm trying to look at uh, pictures of the place. Joe's. They probably have FDA certificates proving that it's healthy. It probably gets inspected on a regular basis. Lame. Oh, yep. This Boards. is the place. This is the place. That's it. Yep. Tony nailed it? Yep. That's some good food. <laughs> good job, Tony. Yeah, it's the one reason we wanted you on the show. You can log off now if you want to. (laughs) 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 See ya. All right, what do you say we rate this on a bitch? Let's do it. Do it. All right, I'll go first. I'll 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 bite the bullet and go first. Uh, I'm gonna go with a seven six. Um, I thought it was very refreshing. I thought it's got a lot of like really interesting characteristics. Um. Somewhat complex, but you can also just sip it and enjoy it because of that re- like refreshing at uh, refreshing aspect to it. Um, nice warm finish that you can feel all the way down to the bottom of your chest, and it just sits there for a little bit. Uh, I can't go higher than a seven six though because it doesn't like pop, if you know what I mean, like. It's refreshing. It's clean. It's enjoyable. I could certainly have another glass. And if you saw how full this glass was when I started, I could have another glass, no problem. Um, But it just doesn't pop enough to go higher than a 7.6 for me. But it's very enjoyable. And for 35 bucks, holy shit. Holy shit. It's great for 35 bucks. So yeah, seven, six, if you see it, if you have access to it, grab it off the shelf, you'll enjoy it. Seven, six. I can go next. Oh yeah. It was really good. You know, the sweet, that, that clove and vanilla caramel, I mean, had, had all the right notes. And I think this is one of the first whiskeys I've had that's been aged in a Cabernet cask. Usually everything's been like port or sherry or or rum cask, the big one. Um, I think Thomas Moore is a brand I sell that that has whiskey aged in, in different wine barrels. I personally haven't had those, um, but I really like the flavor that came out from the Cabernet cask. It was sweeter than I thought. I thought this would be reminiscent of a Cabernet, uh, you know, real dry, um, not like hard to drink, but it's definitely not as refreshing as this whiskey is to drink you know you you take a sip of this and you just want more uh all the flavors i think really hit home but it was on the finish just missing um a little bit of that pop that you mentioned dan i'm gonna go with 7.8 still really good um and if you see it on the shelf i'd definitely buy a bottle i'll do a 7.9 i really wanted to give this guy an eight so badly but i just couldn't justify it ultimately so i'm gonna give it as close as i can though um I think that it's, like I said, it's refreshing, which is unusual for whiskey. I don't normally say that about whiskey, even though I enjoy it. Um, There's just a quality to it that's just really easy to sip, um, but it still is worth sipping. Um, It's still, it's not just a completely vapid experience. It's 
pretty flavorful. Um, like Dan was talking about earlier, you get that burst of flavors. It's almost as if you took like a Skittles bag or something like that. And it's, it does, it's not like it tastes like Skittles, but it's like when you take a Skittles bag and you just like dump it in your mouth and you get a bunch of those flavors at once. It's kind of like that in that, okay, there's that individual flavor. There's that individual flavor and they mash up, but they don't necessarily do it harmoniously. They don't necessarily, it's kind of colliding flavors to me that are all pleasant, but I do wish I could kind of separate them out a little bit or something because it's just, it's just a bunch of flavors. It doesn't feel like it's intentionally artfully crafted like we do in something that gets in the eights or higher for me. Um, that said, as I've said already, great one to drink. I would drink at any time though. So 7.9. Cool. Uh, first I'm going to say thanks guys for having me on here. Uh, I really enjoyed visiting with y'all. Um, I like this stuff. Um, this is my first time trying it also. Um, I'm probably going to go higher than you guys on the taste. I'm going to say 8.3 and I'm going to give it 0.5 higher just for being from Arizona. And it's not from Kentucky. <laughs> that's uh, true. <laughs> I, I, think, I think that's a bonus. Uh, <laughs> like Dan stated at the beginning, it's nothing sourced. It's all from here. Um, Everyone here is very proud of everything they do. Uh, they're they're very proud to be native. Uh, they're very proud of products they produce and everything. Um, I I think it's great. I think the flavors there. Um, I think it's very smooth. It, it's uh, I'm not I'm not as experienced with the bourbon as you guys are. Uh, I'm fairly new to this. Uh, Dan's got me more into drinking it and tasting it instead of just chugging it like we did when we were younger. Um, but it's, I think it's great stuff. Um, and while I'm here, I'm going to say that I have finished a bottle of their rye, uh, their rye whiskey, and it was phenomenal. Um, I'll do what I can to get you guys that stuff also. Um, but yeah, I'm going to say 8.3 and at least 0.5 higher just because it's Arizona. Fair enough. Fair enough. Another brother showing. I'm pretty sure one night. We had a we had a chance, and I'm not saying anything would have happened, but I think we had a chance for me and Ryan to go to like a party with like all girls, basically. And I think we passed it up to drink mini beer cans together <laughs> and listen to uh, Yola Tango and watch the Curl Show. <laughs> Why be disappointed, dude? Let's just <laughs> walk away from the situation.